is brought to you by Marker Cabono, President, National Federation of the Blind. Live the life you want. Greetings, fellow Federationists. Today is Thursday, October 1, 2020, and this is Presidential Release 498. Welcome to Meet the Blind Month. And uh, first and foremost, I do want to remind everybody to go out and vote. I know we talked a lot about voting on last month's release, but uh, we can't say it too much. Uh, voter registration deadlines are uh, approaching this month in many places across the country. And so if you're not registered to vote and you haven't planned how you're going to vote in uh, this election, uh, please do so. I was impressed by the stats from last month's poll at the presidential release, how many people, uh, huge percentage of eligible voters in our release were planning to vote. You can find resources and information uh, about uh, states and what's available in states for voting by going to nfb.org vote. And uh, you can also find voting and election resources on our NFB Newsline system. This is available to all subscribers, including um, those subscribers who live in states that do not currently have sponsors. So uh, go find the voter information you need and uh, please plan to vote in this election by one of the means available. Also a reminder that we will have a blind voters survey That'll be out in the next week or so and available for you to complete once you've filled out uh, your ballot and submitted it, whether you've done it early, whether you've done it by mail, whether you do it uh, at the polling place on election day, whether your experience is good or bad, please fill out our blind voter survey. It helps us in our advocacy efforts to continue to move closer and closer to full, equal, access to a secret verifiable ballot for every single blind person in this country. I am pleased to announce that uh, we are again partnering with Lyft in their rideshare efforts to get uh, blind people um, rides to the polls. We have coupons being provided by Lyft to help people get to voting places either early or on election day. If you want more information, if you're in need of one of those coupons in order to get to the poll, please reach out to your Federation affiliate president. They will have information about how to uh, give you a Lyft coupon code to get to the polls. All right, that's enough talk about voting. Let's talk about a few other things that are happening in and around the Federation. Uh, hopefully you've already seen that we released our NFB Newsline mobile app 3.0, which gives you all the access you're used to in terms of the general NFB Newsline features in a new streamlined format that we think you'll like. Our beta testers have uh, had a lot of success with it. And it also includes the basic functions of the KNFB reader. And so you should go download from the iOS App Store, the NFB Newsline 
mobile 3.0 and get access to these great features and then tell us what else we want in the NFB Newsline app so we can plan for the next iteration of this technology. If you're not currently an NFB Newsline subscriber or if you want more information about NFB Newsline, please go to nfbnewsline.org to get all that information. Our advocacy work continues in the National Federation of the Blind, and um, it's reaching many new places, and it's getting much more exposure than ever before. I'm proud that the United States Commission on Civil Rights last month released a report entitled Subminimum Wages Impacts on the Civil Rights of People with Disabilities. The report, the news around the report, all are influenced by and have um, the traces of the National Federation of the Blind. We were prominently featured in testifying at the hearing, which actually happened last November. And this report is an important step toward moving the needle toward equal access and um, fair wages for all people with disabilities in America. So um, congratulations to all of our Federation family that helped make that report what it is. And now we need to socialize it and get our members of Congress to act on outlawing discriminatory provisions of 14C in the Fair Labor Standards Act. We continue to make great strides in getting support for the Access Technology Affordability Act. I want to give a special thanks to the Washington, Massachusetts, and Ohio affiliates for gaining new ATAA co-sponsors in the House of Representatives. That brings our total House co-sponsors now to 128. I also want to give special thanks to our New York and Kansas affiliates for gaining new co-sponsors for ATAA in the Senate. We have a total Senate co-sponsorship of 26. We can up these numbers in the next month. Uh, we can get even closer as we get to election day. And the stronger these numbers are, the better. There still will be chances to pass this bill and potentially other bills of ours, but definitely this bill as the Congress considers some legislation and potentially in the lame duck session. But Regardless, our strong co-sponsor numbers are a reflection of the hard work of each and every one of you out there, and they will put us in a great position for what will happen in the next Congress. So pour on the pressure, especially as uh, Congress members come home to the district and before that. I have some exciting news around our work with our national division, our parents of blind children. You know, we're doing a, a lot of work to make sure that we can help connect and protect families as they uh, work to you know, have blind students connected online and getting access in the virtual environment. And for the first time this evening, we're announcing an important uh, partnership with Vespero. Vespero has committed to um, giving a free copy of the JAWS screen reader to every member of our National Organization of Parents of Blind Children. So you have to be a dues-paying member 
of NOPBC to get this benefit. And of course, if you're a parent out there and you're not yet a member of NOPBC, you're a parent of a blind child, we want you to join. And now, because of the partnership with Vespero Freedom Scientific, you can get a free one-year JAWS license. So I encourage you to get right on that and take advantage of this great opportunity to get our students access. If you want more information, and we're just launching this now right at this moment, so it'll be disseminated right after this release. But if you want more information right now, you can send an email to N-O-P, as in Paul, or parent, B as in blind, C as in children, N-O-P-B-C, prez, P-R-E-Z, at gmail.com, N-O-P-B-C, P-R-E-S, at gmail.com. Com. Very exciting, and thank you to Freedom Scientific and Vespero for that support. We're also going to be doing some community forum next week to gather information about what's working, what's not working for parents of blind children in the virtual education that's happening around the country. Those are going to be on October 6th and October 8th, respectfully. We want to make sure that uh, we engage parents out there. We wanna collect information about where the education's working well and where it's not, and try to um, connect families together through our advocacy network to deal with that. You know, if we have kids right now who are in schools where they're using inaccessible technology, it's gonna be hard to change it in the next week or two weeks or month or two months while the students are using this technology, but we can overcome some of that through our great resource network in the Federation. You can find out more information about these community forums and how to register. You can go on our website to register and look under our Parents of Blind Children section at nfb.org. Well, we've already mentioned it's October and that means Meet the Blind Month for the National Federation of the Blind. When we hold activities both nationally and across the country in local communities, looking a little different this year, but we still have this concentrated time to focus on reaching out to the general public and educating them about our capacity as blind people, telling the truth about blindness, getting our stories, our lived experiences heard and understood, by uh, members of the public, by employers, by um, those that we're seeking to do business with, whatever the case. And in COVID-19, when a lot of people are taking advantage of more online resources and opportunities to learn, this is a great time for us to be advancing our public awareness campaign. The theme this year is in fact lived experiences with intersectionality and blindness, and um, that really um, allows us a forum to enhance what we've been trying to do in terms of advancing the understanding that blindness, along with other characteristics, um, impact uh, a blind person's life and where it does and where it doesn't. And it will allow us to explore some of those intersectionalities and how other disparities in society also impact blind people with diverse characteristics. You can go to NFB 
Org slash MTBM, that's for Meet the Blind Month, to get more information. And if uh, your local chapter and affiliates having events that we haven't yet posted to our calendar, you can send them via email. All the details about your event, we'll put it up. Send it to web at nfb.org. I'm looking forward to some great Meet the Blind Month uh, activities already. I've gotten some invitations to a number of them. I looked at the website today and looked at what interesting things federationists are doing. So uh, keep up the great work. Think up some new activities. It's not too late. We got 30 days to go. And I know with a number of the fall conventions, I'm sure there'll be some interesting Meet the Blind Month activities. October 15th, of course, will be White Cane Awareness Day. And I know many affiliates are busy trying to get proclamations and and things like that, even in this um, time of social distancing. It's a good opportunity, though, to get out with your long white cane, take a picture of uh, you traveling around the community, post it on Facebook of you traveling independently with your cane or guide dog. You know, it wasn't all that long ago that um, the notion of us having the right to travel in the world independently and uh, without difficulty or being considered a um, nuisance uh, legally it wasn't that long ago. And it was because of the work that the Federation did to get the laws changed, to raise expectations, that that has changed. And so I encourage you to get out, especially on White Cane Awareness Day, and exercise that freedom and independence and post about it on Facebook and Twitter and use that as an opportunity also to promote our free White Cane program. Now, one of the things we've been doing around White Cane Awareness Day in the past few years is use that as our White Cane Giving Day. And uh, I mentioned Vespero, Freedom Scientific, earlier. And um, I want to mention them again because I recently had an opportunity to sit down with Tom Tiernan, CEO, to talk about the work that we have been doing together in the Federation with Vespero. And uh, in that conversation, you can watch the video. We posted it today. Tom dropped the idea on me that Freedom Scientific would put up $50,000, matching dollars, if we can raise $50,000 for the National Federation of the Blind this month, in the month of October. So we want to take advantage of that uh, because that means every dollar that we can bring in this month will be $2. And we know that in this time where we're putting out a lot of resources to connect and protect blind people. We're expanding voting in so many places. We've been spinning up Zoom meetings, uh, hundreds of Zoom meetings, a lot of expenses we hadn't planned for. So these dollars are um, greatly appreciated. I want to give a virtual applause for Vespero Freedom Scientific for their continued support of the Federation and blind people. But we need to raise the dollars now to get that 50,000. So we need you to think about making a contribution for Meet the Blind Month for our White Cane Giving Day and to encourage others to do the same. We can get this money. We can fulfill this promise. There are three ways to give. You can give a gift yourself by going to nfb.org donate. Of course, you can always mail in your contribution to the National Federation of the Blind at 200 East Wells Street, Baltimore, Maryland, 21230. Or you can call 
and give your gift via phone. You can call our main number, 410-659-9314. You can press 4 when you get to the menu and follow the prompts, and we will uh, get you connected with someone that can take your donation via phone. And I do encourage you to share information about this in social media, why you made a gift, what it means to you, and uh, use the hashtag white cane giving in all of this so that we can encourage more people to know about the work that we're doing and to leverage this generous $50,000 contribution from Vespero Freedom Scientific. You again can go to nfb.org donate. I'd encourage you to share that page and I hope you'll consider a gift to make it possible for us to pull these dollars down. Okay, while we're talking money, uh, let's talk about the pre-authorized contribution program. Actually, I'll let other people talk about the PAC plan. Hey, everybody, it's Scott Labar. And Ryan Strunk. And we are the Pac-Men. I bet that many of you thought we got gobbled up after the convention, but nope, we're still here. Definitely not How's ghosting it going, you. It's going well. So, uh, Ryan, I think most of the listeners to this live presidential release know what the PAC program is. But in case they don't, what is it? The PAC plan is our pre-authorized contribution plan, and it enables you to give on a monthly basis. And the funds are taken directly from your checking account or from your debit card without you having to think about it. It's like magic, and you don't even have to have a power pill first. Absolutely not. And you tell us how much you want to withdraw. The minimum amount is $5 a month because we do incur some charges, but there is absolutely no maximum on the program. So what I thought I'd do, uh, Ryan, is go over a little bit how we're doing on the PAC plan since convention. At the end of convention, some of you will recall that if we would have sustained the program at the levels to which we had climbed, we would be bringing in about $523,000 a year on the PAC plan. Well, we haven't quite hit that in actuality because after convention, some people go off the plan and some people reduce their amount. And we've seen certainly some negative effects from the pandemic. But anyway, if we start with current figures right now, uh, we're bringing in $42,578.41 a month. Wow. On the PAC plan. Yes, sir. And if you do that over a whole calendar year, that means the PAC program would bring in over $510,000 a year. That's a lot of money the Federation knows how to use. Absolutely. And right now, Ryan, we have 1,543 contributors on the PAC plan. I would have said individuals, but it's not all individuals because... Chapters can give on the PAC plan. Divisions can give on the PAC plan. Affiliates can give on the PAC Couples plan. Couples can give on the PAC plan. Families can give on the PAC plan. And we should, I suppose, Ryan, tell people how, if they're not already on the plan, how they can get on the plan. Oh, pick me, pick me. First, <laughs> you should go to nfb.org slash 
PAC, that's P-A-C, and you can fill out a form and you can tell us who you are and how much you want to increase or if you want to start new, how much you want to give. And then one of our friendly operators will call you back and take your bank information for you. Or you can call one 877 nfb the number two pack and you can leave a message for our friendly operators who will also call you back and also ryan if people have questions they can also send us an email at pack pac at nfb.org so to conclude this report uh, i think what we should do ryan is uh, go over some of the top states here it is the top 10. And you know this state, Ryan, I do believe. Mm-hmm. It is Nebraska. I've been there a time or two. Nebraska at $1,076. Or for and zero cents. 24 months. years. Number nine, Texas at $1,056 and zero cents a month. Number eight, but Texas is being outdone by the state of misery. I mean, Missouri mm. is mm. what I meant to say. And. $1,310 a month on the PAC plan. The land of potatoes, Idaho, is at $1,315 a month. Number six, at $1,503 a month, Louisiana. There we right. go. Number four, at $1,559 a month on the PAC plan, California, number four, my native land at $2,136 a month on the PAC plan. Good job, Ryan. Minnesota. Thank you. Thank you. No applause, please. Number three is Virginia at $2,244 a month on the PAC plan. Now, you can't touch this state. There's just no way you ever will. It's number two. Rocky Mountain High, Colorado, $3,903 a month on the PAC plan. Do I need to mention the number one state? It would be good. They right. are giving a fair bit to the PAC plan. <sighs> yeah, they really are. They're giving $5,738.56 wow. a month. Maryland. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been your PAC men. With your pack report, and we're out. Thank you very much, Scott and Ryan, for that report. Uh, I really appreciate it. I don't know if they'll be making a cameo in the upcoming uh, Ready Player Two book, but they're they're ready uh, to keep uh, packing it in. I appreciate all our contributions to the pack program. Hope there'll be. Uh, some of you out there that'll decide to join us on the PAC plan here in the month of October. And we're talking a lot about fundraising over these past few minutes, but it's important because um, we have been doing a lot of extra work across the nation and that takes dollars. Uh, Scott picked on the great state of Missouri and our Missouri affiliate, but I do want to give a special thanks to our Missouri affiliate for uh, recently sending us uh, 50% of a bequest that came. It was a nice six-figure check to our national organization to support our work. So thank you to the National Federation of the Blind of Missouri for your generosity in supporting the work of blind people, not just in that state, but all across the nation, including 
Colorado, even though they pick on you. Hey, uh, we are selling NFB branded masks at our Independence Market, and many of you have already pre-ordered them. We still do have a limited number left. I encourage you to get them quickly. I do believe they will be gone sold out before the month of October is out. For those of you who did pre-order, you can expect in a week or so, uh, we will have those in-house and we will start fulfilling those orders. So be watching for that to happen soon. And I'll look forward to Federationist posting pictures, wearing your NFB branded mask around during Meet the Blind Month. Sorry, we couldn't get them here just a little earlier, but they are on their way and get them while you can. I do have just a few Federation family notes before we get into some Q&A. And the good news is it's all good news this uh, month. I am happy to announce and congratulate Stephanie and Brian Baldwin of Colorado, who are now the proud parents of Liam Brian Baldwin, who was born on August 18th, weighing in at six pounds, five ounces. I'm told everybody's doing well. I hope that Liam is tuned in this evening. I actually got this note right during the last presidential release saying that Liam was tuned into his first presidential release on September 1st. So pretty good Federation streak there. Uh, Liam, welcome to the National Federation of the Blind. Also, Norma Crosby from Texas reports that Harry and Tambra Staley are now the proud parents of a baby girl. Avery Grace Staley was born on September 12, weighing in at five pounds and 15 ounces and was 18.5 inches tall. Everybody's doing fine. And I should note that Harry serves as president of our San Antonio chapter. So welcome to Liam and Avery as the newest members of the National Federation of the Blind and congratulations to the proud parents. I think those are the things I have to report on this presidential release. I wanna remind everybody that we will be back together for presidential release live on November 1. So, uh, you know, you can bring your costume the next day. And uh, I'm sure we'll have lots of interesting things to talk about. I hope everybody continues to stay safe and uh, stay smart. And uh, I look forward to hearing the stories about the Great Meet the Blind Month activities, as well as fall conventions that are gonna be happening. I know I'm going to three conventions uh, this month alone, so I'm looking forward to that. And uh, thank you to each and every one of you for the work that you do to build this movement and make it what it is every day. Before we close though, we should have some of the customary endings. Let's go build the National Federation of the Blind. Hi, I'm Elizabeth Brunner and I'll be telling you a joke. Did you hear about the fire at the circus? No, no I didn't hear about that. It was intense. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Austin Riccobono. And what's the ratio of a pumpkin's circumference to its diameter? What? what? Pumpkin pie. Oh, I need like to the eye, like the math thing. Hi, my name's Oriana Riccobono, and I have a joke. Why are cats afraid of trees? 
Why? Why? Because it's scared of the bark. How do you stop an astronaut's baby from crying? You rock it. The preceding message was brought to you by Mark Riccobono, President, National Federation of the Blind, Office of the President at nfb.org, 410-659-9314, www.nfb.org. Let's go build the National Federation of the Blind.